Welcome to the Springs Church Podcast, where we explore the teachings of Jesus Christ and how they can be applied to our daily lives. Join us as we delve into the Bible and discuss topics such as faith, hope, love, and forgiveness. Our mission is to inspire and empower our listeners to live a life of purpose and meaning and to deepen their relationship with God. Tune in every week for a new episode as we learn how Holy Spirit, the Bible, and a relationship with Jesus will impact every area of your life. Thank you, Danny. How you guys doing? Doing good? Happy New Year, by the way. I think last week was, what, the 31st, right? New Year's Eve Church, hey? How cool is that? I love it. I love it. We're in a new year, though, and it's pretty crazy, 2024, hey? The years are flying by. It is insane, but I know that this year is going to be the best year yet. For you, for your family, for your health. We say it all the time, but when we start to believe it and actually apply things to our life that we read in the Bible, things begin to get better. Things, your perspective, your outlook on life starts to change. Your friends start to change. Your family starts to change. Your own motivation and discipline start to change. All because we start to align ourselves with what God's word says. Because the owner's manual, the Bible, from the creator of you, is the best thing for us to study and and go behind and live our life towards. Why? Because that's the owner's manual. Try to fix something in your life that is outside of that owner's manual and you're gonna find yourself frustrated all the time, all of the time. You ever try to fix something in your kitchen? You can't find, it's like a dishwasher broke, you know? And you're like, you can't find the actual manual for that dishwasher, so you start pulling it apart If you're like me, you start taking screws out and this, you think you're going to get there, and then you're 20 steps into taking it apart, and you're like, totally forget what step one was. I don't know where this screw goes, or this screw goes, or this screw goes. It's not fun when you don't have the owner's manual, but when you have the owner's manual with your life, it makes things a whole lot easier. And so 2024 can be the best year yet if you choose it. It's, I, know, I know it sounds like, oh, it sounds super easy, Pastor Zach. No, 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 but it is. God wants you to have everything in your life that pertains. He always, the Bible says he's already given you everything that pertains to life and godliness, which is something that we need to hold on to and something we need to speak over our lives. Amen? I'm already preaching and I haven't even opened. So let's bow our heads and let's pray and then let's get into the word, the word of God. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you for this opportunity we get uh, to start our year off right. We thank you that we get to never take it for granted, but to continue to push forward, to live our life in what you've created us to live, God. You put a purpose inside each and every one of us and it'd be a shame if we never acknowledge that purpose and we never see it, we never live through that purpose that you've given us, God. So we thank you that this year is going to be the best one yet because you've said it in your word. It says that every day we can rejoice and we know that tomorrow is going to be better than today because you've given us hope, God. We thank you for the leaders of this nation. We thank you for the leaders of, of this world. We thank you for every single leader everywhere, God, that your joy and your strength and your courage fills them up each and every day, God. We thank you that they continue to lead this country and lead every group that they are over in your perfect will, God, because we know your will leads to the abundant life that you've created for us, God. For those that are self-serving, those leaders in place that are self-serving right now and all about themselves, God, not leading us in your will, we thank you that they can be removed and we can elect someone even better to lead us into your perfect will. In your name, amen and amen. Give Jesus a hand today. It's always a good, a good excuse to give Jesus a hand. I want to start something this year together as a church. And to say before I get into it, 
we live in a world where there's so much negative self-talk. I mean so much. You walk around enough, you hang out with a few people, and you start to realize that most people are stuck in a trap, a habitual trap of thinking that it's not going to go their way, of speaking that it's not going to go their way, of using every past scenario and experience that they've gone through to dictate what their future will hold, which is scary. And we start to get in this spot where we just start to speak what we feel, and we get to speak what, what's already happened to us, and we get into this just negative self-talk all of the time. And so I really want to start something this year, and I want to meditate as a, as, a, as a group, as a congregation, as a family at Springs Church, and I want to really declare God's word over us this year. God has so much truth in the Bible. We read it, and then we let it go by the wayside half the time. When people do devotions, they're like, yeah, I read something really cool. Yeah, but do you declare it? Do you meditate on it? Do you memorize it so that it's something you can use to oppose the crazy thoughts that hit your brain every single day? Unless you're the perfect one here, and you have no bad thoughts ever, and life's just amazing. And if you did, I think you should be up here speaking, because that's, <laughs> I'm not there yet, personally. We live in a world that's pretty tough sometimes. We live in a world that sometimes brings, and not sometimes, but often seems to bring trials that we seem to go through and try to figure out. But so many of us have this victim mindset. And victim is a very, very hard word to use because if something's hurt you in your past, the word victim can be a trigger word for you. It can make you feel like, well, something bad has happened to me. And, I'm, and don't get me wrong or take me off base in the message that I'm about to speak to you guys because I don't ever mean to make light of something that you've been through, ever. But I do know that when you are a victim to something, something's happened to you, you can choose to either continue to be one or you can choose to just get up Read and declare God's word over yourselves and take that victimhood aside and completely live the life that God has for you. And there's two different sides and it has fully to do with our perspective on our life. Now, sometimes we like to milk things in the world that we live in. I said this in past messages where one thing happens in, in the morning and you milk that all day. It was the worst day ever and something so small happened, but we love to just say that it was a bad day. It started, all started with this. And you could have probably just got over that in the first 10 minutes of your day and moved on and, and, and just spoke that this day was going to be the best day yet and changed your perspective on that day and lead you out of that victim mentality of something bad is always going to happen to you. But most of us seem to not do that. We live in a world where we see more negative self-talk in our world today and it's astounding and it's defining our culture. It's defining our men, it's defining our women, it's defining our children. They grow up in, in, and all it creates are victims when we have negative self-talk. And a society full of self-identified victims are always lead to defeat. Always. If you think something bad's going to happen to you, you'll find the smallest thing that happened to you and say it was terrible. That's what this victim mentality does. So if we do not stop this corruptive, corruptive negative self-talk, the generations after us will continue to choose to be a victim no matter what happens to them. I'm already starting this message and it's super quiet. <laughs> this year's going to be your best year yet. I really do believe that. I'm not saying that to get you guys loud and rowdy now, but I'm just saying it, okay? It's going to be your best year yet, but it's going to be completely to do with whether you step up to make it that. Because God's given it all the time. God wants you to live the best life. 
every single day of your life. In Ephesians 4.29, it says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for, for building others up according to their needs, and it may benefit those who listen. I love that. It's a, quite the stretch as a human being to always live your life that way all the time. But I want to let you in on a secret, a big secret. You listen to every word that you speak. Profound, hey? Not that profound. It's actually pretty simple. But you listen to every single word that comes out of your mouth, no matter what. And your negative, victim-like self-talk has to stop. It has to stop. As human beings, your life is going to be made up of victories and trials. Which one defines you? Which one? Which one of those two things defines you? Because when you believe in God and live your life according to his purpose, every trial turns into victory. Every trial turns into victory. But remember, you'll never fully experience the victory if you always act like a victim. Stepping on toes again today, and I'm sorry, kind of. But I only share what I am reading and I just try to, I'm not perfect. And I say this every single time. For those that are new here, you'll hear me say this almost every single message. I'm on a journey myself and I'm learning and growing in my own relationship with God. And I'm just sharing things that I find in the word of God that help me and apply to my life and hopefully create a better future for myself. And then I just share it to everyone I possibly can because it's helping me. And I really hope this helps you. But this victim-like mentality, again, victim doesn't mean something bad happened to you. Yes, that's the definition of victim Something happened at some point, of course. In that sense, we're all victims at different times. But whether you hang on to that victim mindset for the rest of your life and expect worse things to happen is up to you. It's totally up to you whether you allow that to be something that pushes you into triumphs and victories or just allows you to be conquered for the rest of your life. It's tough. See, in Matthew 5.44, it says, But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Those are big words in there. Spitefully use you and persecute you. Jesus is saying, love them. Better yet, pray for them. See, this is why I want to I start posting. I'm going to start posting to my social medias a declaration every single Monday. Every single Monday, first thing in the morning. And what I want it to do for every single person here is I want us to spend that week on that declaration. Because I want us to get to a point where we memorize that declaration and that they're all biblically founded, they're all based on scripture and what God wants you to live and how he wants you to live. But so much of our negative self-talk every single day of our lives continues to just reaffirm and just put a stronger stronghold on us, on ourselves for the way that we speak. It could be as easy as, oh yeah, well you know, it was a bad day, but that seems to be every day this year. We don't even realize we say it. To us, it's truthful because we're just t talking about our past. Well, yesterday was a hard day, and uh, I just, oh man, I really hope it's not going to be another day like that today. You don't realize the neg negativity within these sayings that we say every single day. Because I firmly believe that God wants to take you somewhere new this year. But that new place is going to require you to build new habits 
a new mindset and a stronger prayer life. And if you don't choose to do that, you're going to find yourself six months down the road in 2024 waiting for your New Year's resolution, your new one for 2025, and it's just going to keep repeating over and over and over and over again. I always say, what's our New Year's resolution? There's so many things that we can talk about. It's a, it's a trendy thing to post about, to talk about. And we get into these sides where we're like, what is it? You know what, for me, it's just like, how close can I get to God? How many times can I get God's word inside of my brain so that it is constantly a force opposing everything that's coming in? You speak a lot. I speak a lot. We say so many different things all of the time. And I would say the majority generally is negative. I know this is really hitting you guys today. <laughs> but negative self-talk is a tough one. You hear it all of the time, all of the time. It's, and it is astounding. And this is why I want to be posting one declaration every single Monday to my Instagram and to wherever else that, that people have so that we can make sure everyone can read them and see them. So we can together as a congregation, as a family, speak truth of God's word over ourselves. Speak truth of God's word over ourselves. Align ourselves with God's word. Become who we've been created to be. To hit that potential that God has for you. To view yourself as a conqueror. See, something to note, I always write these declarations as thank yous. Always. Because it implies you already have it. And God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness, the Bible says. So we are not waiting for God to move. We are waiting for ourselves to get out of the way and live the life that God has for us. You're in the way of your own destiny right now. No one else. Don't blame your neighbor. Don't blame that person in high school that bullied you. Don't blame that spouse that never comes to church with you. You are your own person. It is hard. We are adults now, though. and We need to make decisions that are best for us with God. But the thing is, is God wants the best for your marriage. God wants the best for your family. God wants the best for your, for your health. God wants the best for your business, for your finances, for everything that you love. As long as it's in line with God's word, God wants the best for you. Which means that nothing stops that. Nothing stops that from happening except for your ability every morning to say, this day is going to suck. It's like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Oh, no. Just another day. Another dollar. Same poop, different pile. <laughs> oh, man. Don't write in for that, please. Like, don't put on your comment cards. Like, I've had enough of those. <laughs> and if you do, sign your name, please. You know? All the cr critics never sign their names. It's so irritating. It's like, oh, this person wants to, to, to change the way that I speak but doesn't sign their name or anything. I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll take it as a, as a motivation and continue on, right? Man, the self-talk in today's day needs to stop. It needs to, be, it needs to be better. It needs to be full of triumph. It needs to feel like something that you know you're going to conquer today no matter what it holds. Because everything in life, the devil wants you to feel like a victim every day. Because if you feel like a victim every single day, guess what? You do nothing. And guess what else you do? You only focus on yourself. That's it. It's all about what's happened to you, what's going to happen to you, how you recovered to make someone else feel bad for you, whatever it is. 
But you know who the greatest influence on your life is besides God? You. Yes. Very good. Very good. It's you. You might surround yourself with people that might start to change the way that you talk, but ultimately the way that you talk is going to lead you. You guys are quiet today. It's okay, though. It's okay. So like I said, something to note, I always write these declarations, always as a thank you, because it implies we already have it. We are waiting for ourselves, our negative self-talk, our victim mentality to get out of the way to step into what God has for you, because you can do nothing great if you're constantly focused on what's happened to you. It's such a hard truth to really fully grasp and fully accept, but it's so true. Can you imagine with everything that Jesus did on, on, on planet earth when he walked, all the people that spat on him, all the people that said he wasn't the Messiah, all the people that was just trying to stomp on what he was trying to do in today's day, if every morning he woke up and go, oh man, yesterday was tough, some guy yelled at me, he would have never done anything. We'd have no one to follow our life after in today's day because he wouldn't have ever gone anything great because he would have stayed in this victim mentality. See, if you don't stop thinking something always happens to you or needing someone else to feel bad for you, you'll never be a conqueror. You actually will live your entire life being conquered. Ugh, what a terrible feeling. What a terrible feeling when you feel conquered. What a terrible feeling when you feel like you can't do anything. What a terrible feeling when you feel like you're in a straitjacket to your own thoughts. You just can't get out. Every day is the same because the moment you open your eyes, you think something that's not true. But it's almost like you make it manifest in your life because that's all you ever focus on all the time. Again, this is all comes back down to really fully understanding that God wants the best for you this year. But he's given us free will to choose our life. He's given us the, the, to be the author of our life where we can live the life that we want to live. The unfortunate part is that many of us make stupid decisions and then blame God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hitting you with many things today. <laughs> but I love you guys. I really do. I do. I, I really do. But I also love God more. And I, and I really, really want God's word to change you this year. Because we can stay all day, every day, wondering what else is going to happen to us. Or we can just go, hey, whether it happens or not, it's not going to change what I do. Because it can change it really quick. And it's difficult. It's a very difficult side to be in in that sense. In Romans 4.17, it says, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. We do that in the opposite way. We like speak death. That hasn't happened yet, as if it has happened. That's the victim mindset. <laughs> victim seems like a trigger word in this room today. <laughs> I don't mean, again, I'm going to repeat myself. I don't mean to step on your toes with something that's happened to you. Many of you in this room have gone through much more than I have in my life. And I will completely acknowledge that. But you can let that be your God for the rest of your life, or you can choose that God still wants you to live better. And I want you to know that God wants you to live better. See, when I thank God for it, everything in my life, I'm acting as if I already have it. Already have it. 
I'm calling those things that might not feel like they exist on me as if they do. It's called faith. It's called seeing what God sees in me, (laughs) right? It's not selfish. It's not self-centered because I see the same thing for you guys. I look at you guys and go, God has so much amazing things for you to do, for you to do. But unfortunately, I can't dictate whether it's going to happen. You do. That's it. Only you. Just you in the form of what God has for you can either step in the way of what God's trying to do or step out of the way of what God's trying to do. And then you will go, well, God can do whatever he wants. He's all powerful. Yes, but God in his word gave us the power on earth. We have to read his word and realize that he, want, he loves you so much that he says, look, I want you to live a life free of someone puppeting you. I want you to choose the life that you want to live while also giving you, simultaneously giving you a manual that says, but if you do follow this, it's going to feel so good. You're going to have such an amazing life. He's not saying, here's the Bible, come on, come do it. No, he's just saying, pick your life. But man, here's the manual. It's like that dishwasher that I said in the, in the, in the beginning of this message, right? If you had a, a different dishwasher, you had a Maytag and it was a KitchenAid, okay? And you're like, I don't know how to fix this. Then I walked by you and dropped the KitchenAid manual in your lap for your exact model. Would you get mad at me? No. You'd be like, oh my gosh, thank you. This is exactly what I need. It tells me exactly what I need to do, how I need to fix it. That's the word of God for us. And so when it comes back to these declarations that I want to speak over my life, I want to speak them over your life, but most importantly, because you are the greatest influence on your life, I want you to speak them over your life. I want you to speak them over your parents' life, over your kids' life, over your health, over your community, over this church. It's so important to do that because your words have power. I don't care if someone silenced you. I don't care if you felt like victimized your entire life. I don't care if you're bullied and continue to be bullied. Obviously, I care that I don't want that to happen, but you can choose again. I don't care about this anymore. God's called me already more than a conqueror, and I'm going to continue to walk this life out into the purpose that he has, and I'm going to do so many amazing things for God. I'm going to. You're acting pretty self-centered there, Zach. Ugh. Come on. Well, my dad used to say, hey, you can like yourself as much as you want as long as you like everyone around you just as much. Okay? And that's kind of been my little bit of a motto. I'm like, yeah, we need to love ourselves, not only ourselves. It seems like the world always pushes loving yourself more than anything else. We don't realize actually life becomes worth living when you start to focus on others. That's almost the best self-care you could ever have is focusing on others. You might not think so, but it actually does make you feel like life is worth living. And so today... I want to start us off nice and strong with 10 declarations for us, okay? You can write them fast or you can come back to this message later. But then every Monday, every single Monday morning after this message, starting tomorrow morning, at least on my Instagram and wherever else I can for those that don't have Instagram, I will post a declaration every single Monday morning and only one a week because that's all you can handle. That's all I can handle, okay? Don't bite off more than you can chew, Take it and just chew it all week, all week. Learn it, memorize it to the degree where it becomes a, a, a thought-opposing declaration where it goes, what God wants you to do in your life right now and a thought hits your head and completely derails you. We don't want that to happen. We want you instantly to know a declaration, to speak out loud to that thought, to that negative thing that you feel, to that victim mentality that is gonna instantly take you off those tracks and put you back on God's tracks. 
That's just how it's going to work, no matter what, when we speak God's word out loud. My grandpa used to always say, thoughts are like birds. You can't stop them from flying over your head, but you can stop them from making a nest in your hair. Think about it as a taxi cab even. When, you, when, you, when you're in a place where there's taxi cabs everywhere, you gotta flag one down. Every taxi cab that's driving past you is a thought. It's a thought. But it's up to you to go, eh, taxi. I wanna I want get in this one right here. That's a thought I wanna take, or that's a thought I don't wanna take, but most of us choose the thoughts that we shouldn't be taking. Oh my gosh, it's so, in, so interesting when we start to live that life completely in direct opposition of what God wants for us. Declarations to start our 2024, okay? Number one, these are all biblically based too, and you're not going to write quick enough, just, just a little disclaimer, you're going to have to go back to this tape. So <laughs> um, I, it, it's going to be good, but we have to make sure that we speak these as a thank you, as if you already have it. That's why I've written it. I thank you that my faith is unwavering, trusting in your promises and believing that all things are possible through you. When do you say that? You say it when you feel like things aren't possible. When do you say that? You think it, you say it when something's happening in your life and you feel like you're defeated. You feel like you don't know where to go. You feel like you, you're not going to amount to much. And in that moment, you might say, well, I'm lying to myself. No, because you're not believing truth to start with. If you think you're lying to yourself by saying this out loud, I thank you that my faith is unwavering, trusting in your promises and believing that all things are possible with you, through you. Then you believe the lies more than you believe the truth. You gotta step onto that declaration. You gotta believe it with your entire whole heart. Second declaration is the declaration of hope. I thank you that my hope in you remains steadfast, knowing that you are my refuge and strength, a present help in times of trouble. I didn't write these. I just added the I thank you and personalized it. It's a scripture. It's just a scripture. Why and when do you say that one? When you feel a lack of hope. Well, I don't feel hope. Exactly. That's why you gotta speak God's word out loud for yourselves and say that I do have hope. I do believe in tomorrow. I do believe that, yeah, and what I'm experiencing today is not the best, but tomorrow's gonna be better. That's hope right there. But God-given hope never fails. It never stops. That's why we speak these things. Number three, declaration of love. I thank you that I love my neighbor as myself, extending grace and compassion to others as you have loved me. When we speak these out loud, it forces you to act that way after a while. It just does. When someone makes you mad in traffic, that will come to your head first. I guarantee it. More than any other things that you guys do in your car or to people when they cut you off, okay? <laughs> yeah. Every time I drive, I'm like, does this person come to church? <laughs> it's kind of funny, but but why? Because we all have these thoughts. They're like birds that fly over our head. They're there. They're always going to be there, but we can instantly completely change them when we choose to declare this. I'm going to love my neighbor as myself. Notice how it also includes loving yourself. Love yourself. Extending grace and compassion to others as you, as you have loved me. Number four, I thank you that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guards my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. Who needs more peace in 2024? I do. I think everyone does. But let's speak these out loud. Let's memorize them. Let's declare them over our life and then declare them over your kids. If you have kids and you're putting them to bed, declare these things over them. 
Because your kid will say, yeah, I do have peace. Yeah, I do have hope. Yeah, I'm strong. And they'll start to self-identify with what God's word says. And there's nothing better to self-identify with than God's word. Because it's the truth. That's what it is about you. It tells you exactly where you're going. I think number, so, number five. I thank you that the joy of the Lord is my strength, enabling me to overcome every challenge that comes my way. Every challenge. Don't pray for no challenges. That's a victim mentality again. I'm not going to pray, please, no challenges today. Every challenge that I face in 2024 is going to make me stronger. For a victim, it defeats them. Puts them right back where they started. Right back where they started. These are hard truths, and I hope that you don't feel personally attacked. I'm attacking everyone, okay? <laughs> not personally. And that everyone includes Zach Fontaine, okay? So I'm attacking all of us at once. It's a little dangerous, but here we go, right? It doesn't matter. We have to make sure we stay out of this victim mentality so that we can step into what God has for us. De declaration of wisdom. I thank you that I seek your wisdom above all else, else, trusting that you direct my path. I thank you that I am fearfully and wonderfully made for a purpose, and I seek to fulfill your plan for my life. How strong is that? When's the last time you felt you, you had a purpose? If it's been a while, start speaking this. Because you'll just start to believe that there is a purpose for your life. You might still be finding it. You're trying to figure out where you fit, what happens, how it works. But you'll find it way quicker if you declare that there is one for you. Rather than tell everyone, I just don't think there's a purpose for me. It's difficult. But it's so worth it. Number eight. I thank you that I am a cheerful giver, sowing seeds of kindness and generosity, knowing that you multiply my blessings. Again, it's telling yourself another truth about God's word. Another truth for us to realize that every blessing that we have is to bless others. And as we bless others, God's going to continue to bless you. I always go back to that same verse that's on our offering envelopes. We are blessed to be a blessing. But in that verse, it says that I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. Man, I want to be a blessing in 2024. And it doesn't have anything to do with anyone around me and how they bless me. That's, that's, that's a key right there, just so you know. So many of us only bless when we're blessed by others. God's looking for ways to bless you every single day. He's handing things out to you. He's, you got to church today. You get to come to a life-giving church. That's amazing. That's phenomenal. I get to too. And that's what I love. Call it what it is. To me, it's been a life-changing church for me. I would not be where I am without this place. And I'll gladly say that to anyone who asks. I always love talking to people. Or, or I'm in this really sweet spot right now with being senior pastor because I haven't been there long, so not everyone knows, right? So sometimes I find myself in positions where I hear things about church, but they don't know I'm the senior pastor. Oh, it's fun. That's great. It's great. I know it's like a very short, like, gray area there right now, or it's just going to last for a little bit, but oh, it's so good. Why? Because you hear so many lies, and you're like, I don't even know where that was made up. I'm like, hey, uh, just so you know, I seen your pastor there, and uh, that's not true. So that's, that's just how that's going to go. Like, that's just, it's so, so funny. But let 2024 be the year that in your circles, in your communities, you stick up for what you know is right. We can sit by all the time. You're just as bad as the person saying it if you don't speak up. Very good. I'm sorry. 
I'm Canadian. I say sorry all the time. <laughs> but we got to go and we got to continue to push in for God. We got to continue to speak that this year is going to be the best year yet. I don't care if, you, if you, something happens to you tomorrow. Speak the moment something happens that this year is still going to be the best year yet. Because in, in, in the deepest, darkest times of my life, it's amazing what you see God do. You start to go, oh my goodness, God is here for my best. God is here to redeem this situation. God didn't provide this situation for me. I'm walking through it because life is life. And if you boil life as life, you just boil it up to that and you continue to just press in for God, things begin to change in your life and it's absolutely phenomenal. So declare a year of generosity over your life. Well, to be generous, I need to have. It's like then declare. When you declare you're gonna be generous, guess what? You can't give if you have nothing to give. What follows by declaring you're gonna be generous? Having something to give. And all of us have something to give. Time, money, love, acceptance, forgiveness, whatever it might be, we can't go and do what God wants us to do in the life that we live if we're not generous. We just can't. We just become a clique. We become a cult. We become a place where we just go to feel good and then go back to our, 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 our week of having fun and then, and then, I don't know, Sunday comes around, you're like, okay, good, I need this Sunday just to recharge me. Yes, you can use this service as, as a recharge, but you can also use it as just a like, yeah, I'm getting up and I'm going forward this week and we're gonna continue to go stronger and go further. See, this is just like an army barracks, you know? We just continue to, we come back here, we get, we get our spiritual food, and also get taught to spiritual feed ourselves too. That's an important thing. You can't rely on me to spiritually feed you. You gotta get into, into God's word yourself and continue to push forward because you are a soldier yourself. And sometimes when you choose to go out and do that and you choose to be a soldier for God and you continue to go show love and acceptance and forgiveness and everything in God's word to everyone that you meet, you start to change people's lives. I always say, if there's someone in your life right now that's not saved, we always say, bring them to church. Your job is to get them here. My job is to help save them, okay? And I'll say it out loud, that if you get them to church and get them coming consistently, we'll get them saved. I guarantee it, because God wor God's word transforms. No matter what, it always transforms. And there's nothing else like that. So it's very interesting. All right, I'm through the first two paragraphs of my message, but I have two more declarations. Number nine, I thank you that I forgive as I have been forgiven, releasing any bitterness or resentment and embracing your grace. Declaration of victory, I thank you that I am more than a conqueror through Christ who loves me, and I walk in the victory that you have already won. Everyone say already won. Already won, which means you don't have to be a victim. You don't have to be one. We can choose the victory that God's already won for us. How cool is that? It's so cool. Let me answer. It's awesome. Why? Because we have a God that is looking out for us, that continues to push forward, that continues to be in a spot. He says, I want the very best for you, and I've already conquered everything that you're going to come into in 2024. I already have the roadmap for you to walk out this year. But are you going to stay close to me? God is speaking, not Zach. This is what God's saying in his word. He's saying, are you gonna stay close to me? For me, it's like, you know what? For 20, 2024, I wanna get closer to God than I ever have been before. Why? Because if we get close to God, he will make you closer to everything else that pertains to health. Everything. You just gotta get the, the first and, and foremost, most important thing in your life is to get close 
to God. See, these declarations are in the present tense. They're not talking about as if it's going to happen because you'll never say that it's going to happen. It forever will be in the future. And you'll never ever experience it. When your word starts to speak in present tense, it begins to change things for you. And these declarations are grounded in biblical principles and can serve, can serve as a powerful affirmation for your spiritual journey and the coming year. I'm going to say this again. God is leading you somewhere new this year. He's leading you somewhere new. And in your health, in your relationships, in your marriage, in your business, in your finances, in your church, in your generosity, in whatever it might be, he wants the best for you in your life, in every single area. But this new place requires new habits, requires a new mindset, and a stronger prayer life. Are you up for the challenge? Sweet. 30 of you are going with me. Are you guys up for the challenge? Because... We can choose to do it or we can choose not to. Our relationship with God is always a journey. Don't be discouraged. It's always a journey. Most people overestimate what they can do in a year, but underestimate what they can do in a decade. I'm going to say that again. Most people overestimate what you can do in 2024, but underestimate what you can do by 2034. You can do a lot in those 10 years. A lot. It's a journey. We slowly go, and as we pick up speed, we get our footing. We plant our feet strong. Sometimes you need to just get the basics right off the hop, the strong foundation to set you up for a side where when you start walking with God, things begin to change quick. But it takes time to just take a step back and go, I want to do what God wants me to do this year. When I feel in my gut feeling to go talk to someone, go talk to them. Go say how's it going. Go love on them. That's all, they're, that's all they need. They don't need anything more. Every person in your life, there's multiple people in this church that have said, I've literally invited every single person I know to this church that doesn't come. I'm like, really? Like, yep. And that's amazing. That to me is showing love. When we believe in our world that we believe that salvation is eternal life, why would we not share that with people? And I'm not even saying you need to necessarily share it with everyone because certain people are at different stages in their life. You're going to meet someone on the side of the road that just came out of a church that completely ruined them. It was not, not based on biblical principles at all. They got hurt by people. And they're not going to be ready to hear about God yet. But they might just love being invited to a place that's about joy and about love and a place where they can get their grounding again and just enjoy hearing about God's word and take that path as God has them take it. The Bible says, acknowledge God in all your ways and he will direct your paths. I'm praying for 2024 that you just acknowledge God in all your ways. What does that mean? How you act, how you speak, the gestures you raise up in your car when you get cut off or lack thereof. Whatever it is, God wants you to live the most amazing life. I'm going to say it five more times before I pray. God wants you to live the most amazing life. God wants to live, make you to live the most amazing life. Not five times. You guys got it. But we need to believe that. 
Because if you always believe that the creator of you is just sending things to you to make you learn and, and teach you new things, oh my goodness, you're always going to view him as an unloving God. And if you approach God as unloving this year, you're not going to step into the purpose that he has for you because he is the most loving ever, ever. And he wants the best for you, the absolute best. So as a church, whether you're here for the first time, I'm just going to count you as a part of this church right now because you are. Whether you come back next week is up to you. Might be another message like this next week, just a little forewarning. <laughs> but man, God wants the best for you. So step into it, pray, declare this over your life. Make sure you find these declarations on, on the social medias as we go through this, this year. I'm literally gonna post one every single Monday morning for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year, we're gonna get 52 declarations. That's a lot but we're taking a week, seven days, every single time to declare them over yourselves. Wake up in the morning, read it, read it out loud. If you forget how to say it, go back into your, into your phone and have it saved. Go back onto Instagram, look at it again, whatever it might be, and declare it again, declare it again, declare it again, declare it again, that's it. The more you do that, the more you will start to walk in what you read and what you speak. And soon you'll be a conqueror everywhere that you go. Doesn't matter what happens to you, it's like water off a duck's back. Thought will never land and make a nest in your hair again because you know what the truth is. And every time it tries to land, you're just going to just shoot it out of the air. <laughs> it's a thought, okay? I like animals too. I'm shooting a thought. <laughs> I better wrap up. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of connect cards for this one. <laughs> Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? <laughs> In Jesus' name, God, we thank you for your just ever-giving grace and love and acceptance in our life. We thank you that whatever we do every single day that you still choose us. That's profound. But will we choose you? In the midst of our pain, in the midst of our suffering, in the midst of the times that aren't going the way that we thought, we continue to choose you. And we realize that our life can take on an entirely new meaning. With every head bowed and eyes closed right now. I'm going to look around for just a second here. But I want to include those of you that are here right now that want to be included in this prayer of salvation. Okay, I want, it, it, This is a time in our service where you've been listening to me for the last while. Maybe you've been here for a few weeks and you've wanted to give your life to God. You've wanted to start this relationship with God. But you just haven't yet. I want to give you the opportunity, you sitting right here in front of me and all those of you that are joining us online in Calgary right now, wherever you are, this works right through that screen. So wherever you are, I'm going to look around for just a few seconds before we pray. And if you want to be included in this prayer to believe in Jesus, to secure everlasting life, but also to live like heaven on earth as you walk in God's grace every single day, I want you to lift your hand up right now. We're all around this room, wherever you are, just raise that hand up. Give me a little wave and I'm going to include you in this prayer. Thank you. Thank you. So good. Wherever you are, all around the auditorium, don't let fear or anxiety rise up in this moment. Just choose the life that you know is best for you. Thank you. Thank you. So good. You know what's best for you. You really do. But so does God. And God is an amazing person that wants to lead you to places that you've never been before. I'm going to look around for just a second more. And if that's you, just raise your hand and we're going to pray as a congregation here today. And it's going to be phenomenal. All right, I want everyone to repeat this prayer after me. The prayer goes like this. Father, in Jesus' name, I give you my life. Please come into my heart. 
from today and on, I'm following you. Give me the power to change every day, every year, for the rest of my life. Jesus, I am following you. In your name, amen and amen. Let's give a round of applause to all those amazing people that made that decision.